Thank you for listening to Tights and Fights. If you want to help out the podcast, you could leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Like this guy, Bray's Refrigerator. You want to know what he likes best about this podcast? Everything. He says the worst part is that it only comes out once a week. He devours it and then he's ready for the next one. But the thing that gets him through those other six days are all the Bray Wyatt impressions. I think we might have some more coming up just for you. Anything's we possible. We do now. <laughs> I know that motherfucker's still on my television. This is a this is a shoot. This is going to be a shoot. Tights and fights. Tights and shoots. Podcast. Shoots and shoots. Shoots and shoots. Shoots and shit. There we go. Great. Tights and fights podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Dan. Welcome to Tights and Fights, <laughs> the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Bray Wyatt's appliance expert, Hal Lublin. <laughs> I didn't quite have it. I'll work into it, I promise. I'll be joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Seattle's gift to us all, Danielle Radford. Hello! And Princess Power Punch, Lindsay Kelk. Why, thank you. Hello. I like that. Hello. I'll take it. That's hello. Good. hello. You have so many stripes right now. It I've, occurred to I, me. I'm a striped. Oh my God, you suit, you stripes do. Stripes on the shirt. Stripes Stripe on, on the, the phone. Shirt. Stripes and the, the Adidas. I have a stripe problem. It's an issue. <laughs> I, I don't see a problem. I just see a person who likes stripes. Aww. I was just pointing it out. Like, look at all those stripes. It's great. Ah, that's what you get when you go on book tour. Every city you go to, they add a stripe. <laughs> she's she's actually a general. <laughs> I told you. I told you this. If this I wear, is a secret. If I, I study w- English nautical law. <laughs> if I wear horizontal stripes, I look like one of the Sankara stones. All right. <laughs> We've got tons of things to talk about this week, from what's next with Roman Reigns to that great double turn at the end of Raw. But first, let's talk about No Mercy. We're going to jump around the card a little bit. Let's talk about an area of wrestling right now that is red hot on both brands, which is the tag team division. Mm. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins retained the tag titles over the Thwith Superman, (laughs) a.k.a. (laughs) Seamus and Thetharo. First of all, what happened to Cesaro is legit no. one of my nightmares. Nightmare! Yeah. I am afraid yeah. of my. I'm gonna fall. Am I? Te- Do you ever have you, have you guys seen American History X? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the beginning of that film when he curbs the guy. Yeah, the teeth scraping yeah. on the. No, I, I just. I can't. Like it wasn't I, I'm so even. So scared. It happened. It wasn't even like because when I thought his teeth were broken, I was like, oh my god, mouth whore, mouth whore, mouth whore. Yeah. But then when I found out that his teeth didn't break. They were shoved into his fucking face. <laughs> That's head. so much worse. Yeah, yeah. It looked like partial teeth, and they were all because it looked like yeah. it was broken. Yeah, but no, they had just shattered. shoved themselves into his head. And you can hear it. Then they replayed it. And I was like, "Why would you?" I mean, there are a lot of Joe Theismann moments in uh-huh. wrestling. That's one of them, though. I'm gonna have now. to leave if we keep talking about it. It's still freaking me out. It's so Hold upsetting. on, really. Julian has out. a replay just because we haven't seen it enough. <laughs> Let's roll the cl- don't roll the clip. Don't please. I saw your hand reach over, and my heart started beating faster. But great match. And what a guy. What a guy. I mean, why is it that this is going to be the thing where they're like, oh, actually, you know, I think he does connect with the crowd. Because this is where the big boys play. Oh, it turns out people do care. Yeah. Yeah, they're the big boys now. That's how they play. I do want to point out 
that Seamus took a lot of care of him at the end of the match. Yeah. yeah. One another. Besties. This is really nice to see. They they love each other. But a great match, all four guys. I don't know how I feel about Seth Rollins' new finisher because it's basically what he uses to injure people. <laughs> I feel like if if the post hadn't gotten Cesaro, at some point that yeah. knee would have, and he still would have wound up eating his own teeth. <laughs> Yeah, I I really enjoyed the match. I I got to be there, which was very exciting. Oh, you were wasn't there, gonna go, and then it was gonna go. Where were you sitting? Uh, we were like one level up off the floor. So hard camera side. Good hard camera side. Yeah, yeah that's so the best place nice. to sit. We were in fairness given tickets by. A f- I know a guy who knows a guy, so we got Perfect. tickets. Which so they were good tickets. That match was like fire in the room, like all eyes on it all the way through. Awesome. And it just, the, the spot where they did the double spot where Seamus held Dean and Cesaro held Seth. And they did, and that was after the teeth, you guys. Now that I know that he's fine, it's fine. But at the time I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, no. I have to say, I wasn't aware the teeth went up and now my gums hurt. Let's talk about that. Isn't that so much worse? <laughs> Can we move on from this? Is there anything else anybody has to, let, you know what? Let's talk about Roman Reigns, the other third of the shield. Who beat John Cena. Yeah, he did. Maybe something's wrong with me. I liked the match. I was fine with it. I think they're both good performers. I think they had a good match. I liked it. They've both done better matches. And I guess that that's one of those things where it's like, if it's supposed to have the impact of fucking John Cena doing the last, like, don't Mm -hmm. you forget about me fucking turnaround at the end. And, like, going on raw talk and crying or almost crying and shit. Like... It was a fine enough match, but once it became that thing of like, you know, you have to take it and he took it and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, the match wasn't that good, you guys. (laughs) For you to be up here crying, like the match was like not that good. And that's why when he was walking, I was like, I tweeted. I was like, why is he acting like he's retiring? And there was a thank you, John. A thank you, Cena chant, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if they played, but there was a huge thank you, No, we heard it. You can hear it. "Uh, Guys, he's just gonna go film some movies. But it's okay. You know, that was the thing. If he was like, I, you know, I'm the guy and you're not the guy and someone has to step up and be the guy. And for him to be like, finally, after 15 years, someone has stepped up and is the guy. And I was like, based off of that match? Yeah. It was a fine enough match, but it was just like, you've both had better. Mm-hmm. And all of the bits I remember are John Cena parts. Like, I the, right. I thought he was really great at the beginning when he pretended to leave because yeah. everyone was shouting, you both suck. Right. So he was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll both leave then because you don't want to see this. So I'll yeah, leave. then I'm, I'm going like, to go. Oh my goodness, this is like the yeah. healiest thing he's ever done and it's the bestest. And I thought he really <laughs> got people excited and engaged in that moment. Then it had its like dull middle part. And then it picked up again at the end when it was just like a whole bunch of false finishes. And then it was over. You can't create the fight of the century and say, there's only one place that could hold a fight like this. No mercy. The Staples Center. The 30th most important pay-per-view event of the year. This is a big four match. And they had it right after a big four pay-per-view where Cena had a horrendous match against Baron Corbin. I guess it's all timing, right? I guess they couldn't hold it for Survivor Series because he has to go film, but... I guess. Yeah, he's got to go hang out with Bumblebee in the 80s or whatever the fuck. Who doesn't? I mean, come on, John. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hanging out with Bumblebee in the 80s next week, (laughs) but I'm still here. after this. I don't understand what the problem is. John Cena, go get the AllSpark. Put it in my chest. Hurry, John Cena, please. All right, Miz had something to say about The Shield on Raw the very next night when he had Roman Reigns on Miz TV. Let's hear a bit of that. Matter of fact, why don't one of y'all help me? Why don't y'all run back there and grab me a beverage or something? 
this no, no, no. Is, this is good. Go back there and get me a cold beer, boy. This no, is good. No, 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 no. Shut, shut up, everyone. This is a classy establishment. We don't drink beer on Ms. TV. Do you know what would happen if the Miserage <laughs> faced this is fantastic. the shield? I love this. We would whoop y'all's ass, no problem. You know what? I don't care if the shield gets back together. What? <gasps> throw it wow, down. You are in a mood. If they're Just gonna wrestle the Miserage, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's not see, enough of a reason for them to get back together. If I get to see Curtis Axel in that little gold jacket, I'm I'm fine. That I'm all for. He's I'm all for the He's having the time of his life. <laughs> okay, but what if they're what if they swerve and we think we're getting the shield, but it winds up being an ooze party? Ooh. Just all ooses, just ooze, ooze, ooze. The ooses come in. Yeah. Well, no. Would that be more fun? Uh, no, not for me. <laughs> no, love, they're doing too, the work. They're doing is too good on their own. They don't need Roman Stink. On oh no, I agree. Like he's got his own thing. He's great. I, I love Roman Reigns. I'm yeah. gonna say it right now. I, I don't blame him for whatever it is you don't like about him. I I actually don't hold him accountable for. But the Usos being with him did not help the Usos. The Usos being on their own. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's way amazing. helps the Usos. Well, and but I think that now that they all have like he's finally. I feel like he's becoming closer to the affable, fine-time Joe that we get on podcasts that everyone says that we like. Mm-hmm. Like, that promo was definitely way closer to the Roman Reigns that we get when he's just being cash yeah. and just being himself, and he's not trying to bug some bunny, right. and he's not trying to be anybody else. He's just being himself, and, like, that's who he is. He's just kind of, like, chill dude. And so I feel like that with the Usos might be something interesting. I love the shield and the shield is going to be great and it's going to be awesome. I don't disagree that the Miztourage isn't a good like it's not a great reason to bring the shield right. back together. Yeah. I love the Miz and I love in them all, all of his endeavors and I figure they need to do something with him before he has cuz he's going to have to go off on like Papa leave, right? At some point cuz they're he? having a baby. They're having a baby. They don't go on Papa leave though a lot, do they? They let them have some time. Like a I week understand. or two? I don't know. Daniel Bryan's a general manager, Julian. He's not wrestling anymore. No, I don't let the Miz. Yeah, the Miz will be out for like a month, probably. Oh, that's true. Because he's got totes to use. And they're going to have to take the belt off him at some point. And I think when they take the belt off him, he should leave for a while. I think that would be good to break. And then he can come Um, back for his return. And then he can come back, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I I don't know. I'm excited to see it because I'm excited to see it. Like, I want to see the Shield back together. And I wasn't a massive Shield fan, but it feels like an event. And in a time where now John is gone and Brock's going to go, we're looking for events. They're going to be looking for things to hang stuff off. All right. Let's actually move over to SmackDown for a second. Kevin Owens said his feud with Shane has been heating up, but his recent antics brought out his old friend Sami Zayn. Let's hear that. Forget your career. What have you ever done in your life that ever had as much impact as the impact my skull Sammy for Syria. Vince McMahon's (laughs) head? Yeah, I saved Since coming to WWE, <laughs> just keep you have saying impact. A lot more than I've if you say impact two more times, Jeff Jarrett shows up. Taken every reprehensible action to get to where you are. So fine, you know what? Right now, I'm not doing too great. I'll admit that. But guess what? My day will come. And when it comes, I will do it my way. I will do it the right way. 
But the real difference between you and me, Kevin, is when I look myself in the mirror, I don't see a giant piece of trash looking back at me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he did not fix his hair before that match. No. Like, yeah. his he didn't hair say was he looked over. in the mirror before that That's match, true. He didn't say he looked I in the mirror. Yeah. I we just, don't. someday, Sami Zayn's got to stop being the Jiminy Cricket, too. <laughs> Kevin, okay, look, he's going to either be a real boy or he's not. And at this point, you you can wipe your hands of it and move on to someone else, Sammy. I hear what you're saying, because it does feel like, this does feel like the five millionth time they've been in a ring together, cutting promos on one another and wrestling. However, it was fucking great. Yeah, this is it. I'm here for it if it's going to be as good as that was. And yeah. that match was good, and yeah. the end was good, and the promo was great. I love their chemistry. But it's just another, for me, I guess it's like, I get it. They're best friends in real life. Like, that's totally cool. But it's just like another example of throwing Sammy under the bus. Yes. For Kevin, this is it. If I if they're gonna do it again, I want to see them do it again. Where Sammy comes out on top and comes out with a yeah. I want Sammy to get something out of it. Yeah. He never. Kevin gets everything out of these exchanges, yeah. and Sammy gets nothing. I think the problem is the last pay per view match they had, Sammy won, and then they didn't do anything no. with him. This is what I'm saying. So that's you know that's. That's the booking committee. That's their mm-hmm. that's their issue. But the, oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not mad that they're working together. I'm sure they love working together. They've been doing the it rub. for like 20 years or whatever. I think he gets the rub by being out there. Now, are they going to squander it again? Probably yeah. yes, because they know, like you know, here in the script it's written security blanket, which Julian is right. That's a perfect term yeah. for what Sammy is. You can bring him out. He'll have a good match with anybody. The crowd gets behind him. He can cut a promo. Yeah, he does a great job being Piglet, but like, yeah, <laughs> Pooh, <laughs> we gotta wrestle. Like, <laughs> so, so my my only thing would be like a great way I think if we're gonna fantasy book it, um, would be that you get him, you get Kevin Owens beating the fuck out of Shane. And then you get Sami Zayn coming out to be like, this isn't you, this isn't who you are, and he somehow interrupts it. And then he'll probably get his ass straight whipped, but then it would give Shane a chance to, you know, stop being turned into hamburger. And then maybe Shane would be like, you saved my life inside that cage. So here's a, yeah, here's a. You're not getting a belt. (laughs) Yeah, you're not getting a belt. You can now look me in the eye in the hole. (laughs) The only thing going around your waist is my arms. That's it. Now we'll let you have the, we'll we'll let you have more tofu at catering. (laughs) Now come on. Like, yeah, yeah. You've gone too far. <laughs> uh, it's like now you can have the meat at catering. I don't eat meat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about the ladies for a moment. How did you feel about <laughs> the Charlotte and Carmella match? It's fine. Yeah, it happened. It was, it was a match. match that happened. All right, let's move over to Raw. Five way was way better. <laughs> the five, way, the five better. way at No Mercy was way better so than it good. had any right to be. Should Bailey have taken the loss? I don't mind it because here's the thing with Emma. If you do it with Emma, then it's just Emma getting buried, getting buried, getting buried. I think it's a more interesting story if Bailey takes the loss because Bailey can recover. Emma can't. Can, can Bailey she? recover? Yeah, ever I think again? she can. Yeah. I think she can. I want Bailey back so bad. She sells too much merch, and there's she still too many girls that love her. Out the room Is she again. still selling merch? Do we know that? I hope so. I would yeah, say when she estimate the power of tassels. It's true. When true. she came out and the Bailey boosters came up, everyone cheered. But right. then as she went to the ring, it turned into boost. That's because they like air going through yeah. things. Well, we, we're wrestling fans. We love to have a reason to put our arms in the air. That's what I know about us on mass. That's the thing that we do. It's our favorite thing. Yeah. And she gave us that. But then she took them away. And we were like, no, let's boot, let's boot this thing. I don't know what I, this is anymore. Boot I it. guess just for, for, the, <laughs> for the sake of story, 
Because if you pin Emma, then it's just another yeah. Emma pin, and who I cares? I don't disagree with you. I think yeah. you're right because I couldn't see a better way around it. But I worry about Bailey. I, worry, I like worry about Bailey of an evening when I'm alone thinking about things. Yeah, Aww. I mean that she she hasn't been built to the point where taking the loss. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that means that it can, she can do. And it was it can, a heroic return, right? Just like I am back from injury and I'm really. going to come into this that match, happened in Oakland, but though. not. Well, but you know what I mean. It's like supposed to be. It's supposed to be. And Everything it's not is built up. They haven't earned it with her. They, no, they haven't earned yeah, any of it with her, her since she got in. Be. We'll say Naya's squat was like my favorite thing. <laughs> I think of the whole night when she had so Banks and Bliss on her shoulders, they just casually wandered into the middle of the ring, did a squat, and then threw them out. I, was like, yes. I know. You yes. know what? I had a to- I had a thing of toilet paper and a bunch of Doritos yesterday. I tried to do a squat, and my hamstring was sore for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's no joke what she did. It is no joke. Squats are hard. It's even harder when you're carrying two humans Squats on your shoulders. Are hard. Uh, now, there was a really good promo segment between Alexa and Mickey, but they're they're up next. This is this is obviously failed. let's call it a bridge feud until Oscar shows up yeah. to take mm-hmm. the title off of her. And yet, this is the brilliance of Mickey James as a performer: is she gets you interested, you're behind her right away, and you want to see the match. Like yes. that's yeah. what a promo is. It's not necessarily to get yourself over as much mm-hmm. as the match, but you're supposed to do both, and she did. I hope that every other woman in that division is sitting at her feet backstage and learning from her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she can help a lot of them with, with their promos. It was so good. Because Bliss is so good at promos, too. To yes. watch her go yes. toe-to-toe and actually best her. Two yes. people who can like, talk without, yeah. like, stumbling over their words. Yeah. Or... It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel scripted. It didn't feel like, oh, this is going to end up in a contract signing where yep. somebody hits someone across the table. It's like... Listen to me, little girl. I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm like, oh, she's so good. Yeah, and all the old lady stuff that she's mm. pulling out almost doesn't land in like the best yeah. way because right. she looks she made fantastic. Her look dumb. Yeah, she made her look like a spoiled little girl. But which also, was the point? Mickey James looks like she's in the best shape of her entire life. Yes. She is. Now, if only we can do something about them bell bottoms. I'm sorry, I just I can't. They're they're not practical. Okay. She's like a dancer on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> same, do, outfit. Do, do, do. same outfit. Same outfit. Super kick in four-inch thigh-high boots. Look, yeah. we need to have a chat with the costume people because you're not I, doing a service to yourself. I just, how do you not trip over those belts? Like it's just not. not the finisher, she teaches you the samba and the Lido tech. <laughs> stick with that. All right, before we go to the quick hits, let's talk about Brock Lesnar beating Braun Strowman. After taking a ton of punishment, it took one F5 to put him away. How much does this unravel all of the work that's been done over the past almost year of building up Braun Strowman, and then they put him in here and it took one F5, and he, and he ate it? I At the time of the match, it felt so wrong, and the match felt so flat, and without the commentary there, when you were just watching it, we were like, oh my god, he's murdering him to death, and it was like, wait, what? Wait, I thought that was, oh, the tide is turning, and now they're going to go toe-to-toe for a while. But it's like, no, it's over. It's over now. That's it. And it was so strange. And, it, and everyone was just kind of stood there and like, wait, what just happened? Oh, it's over. Let's cheer and leave because this is terrible. And then when I watched it back, I'm like, yeah, this is still this is still no good. Yeah. But then I felt like Braun did a really good job on Raw. That was what I was going to say. Like, exactly. Yeah, I'm pissed off. that I like got beat, but now I'm going to destroy Everyone. Literally everyone. I am taking this out on every single person's yeah. body. Which I know has been done, but he's a great person to do it and say, I am a monster. I am now just going to, de- I don't care about belts. I just want to destroy. The Ambrose thing is okay, although Ambrose loses a lot. 
But let's let's just review Raw for a second. Mm-hmm. He beats Ambrose mm. decisively. He throws Kurt Hawkins <laughs> through Aww, the uh, the entrance Tron or whatever they call it, yeah. and then he beats up a cruiserweight, <laughs> yeah, but does fine. not beat up any of the other cruiserweights. He gives uh, he gives monster, Neville but he has the high school nod of like, "All right, Rudy, you are going to play on this team one day." <laughs> I don't buy that he's a rampaging monster unless he lays out every single cruiserweight in that ring. But he's the. They're making him a face, right? They're yeah. like, he's our good guy. So he's a rampaging monster who will take on all comers, but I don't think he's going to go after. Yeah, he's not going to do that thing that Stone Cold did where he literally spent one Sunday night heat just interrupting matches and giving everyone stunners. <laughs> they should do that, though. Because I would, I would <laughs> I buy know. him. Because they're trying to push him so hard into the face role. I think they have to be so careful. I don't disagree. I think there's, yeah. a, there's space for that kind of monster, but I feel like Joe's that kind of monster, right? The ambivalent, I don't care who and what yeah. you are. I'm just going to smash things up. Whereas Braun, they're trying to push so hard as their like hero monster. Sell yeah. some T-shirts that say Braun. Get ready, next. Uh, he's gonna be the next big show. They're gonna turn him a lot. Oh. I'm a, that's my prediction right now. Mm. They're gonna turn him a lot. He's the big Braun. Well, I think the thing with Show is that he got turned a lot because there weren't a lot of guys in his position at the same time. Mm. There was like him and there was like Kane, but Kane's like a demon. That's like a whole other kind of thing, right? Right. And Undertaker. Yeah, and Undertaker. And again, the whole other class of thing as far as just regular dudes that are big. Yes. And that's why you t- do turn him so much. But I do think along with him, you've also got a Samoa. Joe, who was big in a different kind of way, but still like a big dude, um, and still booked as a monster. Plus, we've still got Brock for however long Brock wants to be around. That we've got so many different kinds of monsters that maybe we don't necessarily need to do the whole face, heel, face, heel, face, heel thing yet. Let's move on to some of the smaller things that happened this week. First of all, I hope everybody had a very lovely Tuesday, or as it will henceforth and forevermore be known, it's Rusev Day. It's Rusev Day! Mark your calendars! <laughs> All right. Finn the Grey beat Bray Wyatt. Who gives a shit? Why is this still happening? I don't know why. That singing child should be given a new home. <laughs> I just don't, it, like, they made him gray to match my feelings about the match. Just <laughs> meh. I was fine with the match, but why? Why is it still a thing? Why is Did it Did Finn over? do something? Like, I don't understand. Backstage, my day plan is empty, Randy. <laughs> I don't have anyone to wrestle anymore. <laughs> Creative has dropped the ball with me, Randy. I want you to pick that ball up. Put it in the refrigerator, Randy. I want you to put it in there next to the Bray doll I have. I'll never be done with my my precious. Oh, I said Bray. I said Bray Randy. That's me. I can't even remember Finn Balor's name. He's become forgettable. Aww. That's my little forgettable man. But he changed up his, his little shoes. Yeah. So even though he doesn't him. look like those mops you could buy on TV in the late 90s, Randy. <laughs> they held the water, Randy. You could twist them. <laughs> and all the water would come out, Randy. They were good mops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in everybody's career, sometimes you just have to take a break, Randy, and figure out what your next move is going to be. It's not so much failing as it is figuring out what the next step is, Randall. I have to eat, pray, love, Randy. <laughs> I've got to go and get my groove back, Randy. Randy. I would watch Bray get his groove back. I would watch that. <laughs> WWE Studios, if you are listening, I'm down for that. He's already got the dreads. Yeah, it could be a cross between Girls Trip 
And eat, pray, love. Yeah. I'm going to go back to New Orleans. I'm going to zip line, Randy. And then <laughs> we're going to bond. Why dropped into that movie? I, I have time for that. Can't wait to zip line, Randy. I'll feel free. Uh, what do you think of the Usos and the new day? First of all, pull out a microphone for the fucking bucket of popcorn. <laughs> Come on, new day. Like always new. They're so good. They're so good. Mm-hmm. They're so good. It's so nice to see them rejuvenated. Uh, by great feud with a great team, uh, I'm really excited for. So they're they're going hell in a cell. It's going to be great. We all assume it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Will it be three on two? And which, if not, which two New Day members do you think will be in the cage? I assume that Xavier will be needed on trombone duty. Maybe, but he's actually been having great matches lately. He has. Yeah. He is great. And, we and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. that he's had a real Hell in the Cell moment. So this might be a moment for it to be him and Big E and then mm-hmm. have Kofi on the side. Because yeah. Kofi's had, like, obviously we all love Kofi and I want all of them to have great moments forever. Kofi has had great Hell in the Cell moments. Yeah. He's had great, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, like, he's fucking Mr. Royal Rumble. Like, he's had all these great moments. I think it's a good opportunity for Xavier to start piling on these great pay-per-view moments in these matches that normally he would be sidelined on or off off to the side. Well, how good is is Xavier's ankle still hurt? Uh, Good question. I did not see him in Atlanta, but that was like a month ago. I guess that will be the determining factor. That'll be the determining factor. Who's injured? It seems like we agree. Which is kind of where everything is these days. We all agree Big E will be in in there no matter what. Yeah, pretty much. You kind of have to have him in there. You have to have him in there. To go out the punishment. Yeah, and to dance. And to dance. If he's not in there, if he's not in the match, he has fewer opportunities to dance. Yeah. Do you need more dancing? Tongue out, butt out. That's what's funny. As soon as I do that everybody's immediately got like that image of him like fucking <laughs> yeah how sad are you finally that jeff hardy has joined the 2017 injury crew i mean he old and it's a new schedule he was never ever hurt when he was young he has yeah. like a history of like cr- takes crazy bumps and does not get hurt a- and i get that he is older it's odd to see jeff hardy injured do isn't it? I mean, I wonder how much of it was also that kind of old school attitude of like, you still play hurt. Because yeah. Jeff Hardy liked drugs a lot. So I could very easily see, and he's, you know, he'll admit, like, this is, not, I'm not yeah, surprising yeah. anyone mm-hmm. by saying yeah. Jeff Hardy really enjoyed drugs. Um, so I could easily see before it got super bad him being like, I'm a little hurt, but it's yeah. that old school attitude of, yeah, I'll play through it, you know? Right. All right, if you have any thoughts on the week in wrestling, let us know about it at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights or at tights fights on Twitter. When we come back, Neville could be off to greener pastures now that the most annoying guy in the room is champion. We'll talk about it up next on Tights and Fights. There is a new series of Star Trek coming out, and MaximumFun.org has submitted to our blackmail and agreed to host a new show on the network. We're calling it The Greatest Discovery. We've got photographs. We have recordings. <laughs> we have web browser history on everyone at Maximum Fun. Those are the things that have allowed us to have a second Star Trek show on Maximum Fun. There's no way they're happy about this, but we will be recapping every episode of Star Trek Discovery, all 15 of them as they come out over the fall and winter. And uh, we hope you'll join us by going to MaximumFun.org and looking for The Greatest Discovery or looking for it wherever you download podcasts. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. 
Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. Every so often, there's something from wrestling that we like to give extra attention. This is our main event. The double turn is a rare technique WWE uses to turn a babyface to a heel and a heel to a babyface at the same time. The most recent way they managed this was this past Monday on Raw as Enzo celebrated beating Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. Here's a clip. I'm money, baby, and you can't touch me, and you know it. So do me a favor. I'll see you tomorrow, and all you on the Zoe Show, get the hell out of my ring. You are nothing but a disgrace, and you have done nothing but make a joke out of them. So now, on behalf of the entire Cruiserweight division, Enzo Amore, I am here to end you. You know what I liked even more? The fact that they had so little faith in Enzo that they never made him side plates. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't deserve side plates. He doesn't get side plates. I'm not going to start because you know how I feel. Yeah, because they were, they were definitely like, so he's much. not getting side. Like, we're not no. giving him side plates. <laughs> so Enzo's heel character makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It's a natural progression from mm-hmm. where he was as a baby face. Yes. It's yes. just a, a slight, like, those are the best heel turns, right? Mm-hmm. Where the character is just a slight yeah, he's turn. he's gone that bit too far. Exactly. Uh, but Neville did such a 180 becoming a heel. I get that he's a babyface because he attacked the heel, but he's otherwise not a babyface. He's still and pretty now, fucking dark, right? Now he yeah, cares. But he's defending his own honor and the honor, of the, out, the division, honor of the yeah. division. And I, I do buy it because like, he took so much pride in the title that to him now that pride and honor has been besmirched right. like, to use his... You know, that's, that's the lingo he's going with. So let's go full Game of Thrones on this. Like his honor has been besmirched, and that has offended him to the point where he now has to defend that honor, his own, and by extension, that of the division. So that's why I like it. Plus, I love his promos. I can listen to him call Enzo a slug that was left on their doorstep because nobody wanted him all day. Plus, I think it is that awesome thing where it's this close, and you can't even see how close I'm holding my finger and thumb. It's this close to being the truth. Like, yes. Like, there's so much Enzo heat. There's so much backstage that we all know about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're, they're not acknowledging it, but they're acknowledging yeah, it. Yeah, man, can't stiff a stripper. Um, it's, <laughs> well, and it's all, and also, I mean, and he was doing a great job as a heel, but as a babyface or whatever he is now, um, I feel like you can see even more that, like, he really learned to slow the fuck down when he talks. <laughs> and it's oh, appreciated. pronunciation now is, I mean, he's from Newcastle. I can barely understand him. Like, <laughs> that's like an hour away from where I'm from. Like, dude, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's doing he's doing good work. Yeah, he's been doing the work. And it, it's always, I mean, he always has put the work in. That's why, you know, that's why yeah. NXT champ. That's why all of these other things. So, Is the double turn the most difficult thing to pull off successfully? Yes. Just yeah, in general, so few WWE as well. If it was Very easy, there would there. be more, right? Like they love an easy switch, mm-hmm. and there's so few that have been done well. Yeah, they're. I mean, probably the most famous of all of them, and probably the best one ever, Steve Austin versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania yeah. 13. Mm-hmm. Are there others that stand out to you? The one that I always think of, which is like so bizarre to say now, but would be Del Rio Dolph at Payback 2013, mm-hmm. which I watched it back. 
um, earlier today, and I was watching it with my boyfriend, who is a new wrestling fan. And he was welcome. Fully, yeah, I know. Bless him. He bought tickets to go to Starcade all on his own. Fantastic. Because oh. I remember, I feel like even the last time you were here, you were yeah. like, oh, he's not not in the same no. room. No, no. He got up at like 6.30 this morning to go online and buy them at 7 I'm telling y'all, wow. having, having, a, having a partner that's a mark. We got him, you guys. Yeah, it's pretty great. Wow. Um, but we were watching it and he was just like, why is New Day at the ring? I'm like, no, it's Biggie. He was part of Dolph's like thing. Like, who's who's that? Like, it's AJ. Like, this is not that long ago. This is so strange. Yeah. So watch, and then watching the match, he was just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? I don't get it. I don't get it. And I was like, yeah, no, he was like super intense heel. And believe it or not, Del Rio was the good guy. But they tell that story so well in the ring. Obviously, like Dolph had just come back from the concussion. Right. And Del Rio just goes after his head all the way through mm. without any hesitation. And they do it right from the beginning with like uh, Rodriguez taking the mic and doing the announcement, but like how they used to I where liked he takes Rodriguez. it away. And he does in that really aggro way. Mm-hmm. And then like Dolph like declining his medical assistance and powering through. And then Dolph sells it like a mother at the end where he just lays there sobbing. That's like, a good that one. Was, it was so good. And it's so weird now to talk about those two guys. Yeah. And like, <laughs> that they managed to pull this thing off so well. Yeah. yeah, it just tells you what booking does. I guess for me, it's still kind of that, That I think it was the the uh, Rock versus Hogan, where mm. they like literally had to do the turn in the middle <laughs> of the fucking match. <laughs> just yeah. based on crowd response. And it was odd because it I don't, was I don't know. Only. Yeah, I don't know that it would get the same response now. No, no. That's, again, that's like... That's, that one's amazing just because it's done on the fly. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing because that's what happens when you get, and obviously I have so many words for Hulk Hogan, but you cannot deny that he he did this for a very long time. That's what you get when you have two people who are experienced and two people who have both had stints at being at the top of the wrestling game get together who can do things like do it on the fly. All right, let's close this out. Which two superstars should be paired together in today's WWE that would make for a fun double turn? You could do a New Day Usos double turn. I think you could. Oh, and shit. Keep, that would be great. And keep the Usos the way they are now. Don't take them back to the big, bright, colorful Usos. No. Um, keep them the way they are now. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think you could. I think it'd be great. Ooh. And then take the, because again, it'd be like you just switch, you know, you take that trickster funness of the new day and then you just, you just turn it on its head a little yeah. bit. So it's more cheaty and more like they were in the beginning, a little more vicious, but still really funny in comedy. Yeah. And then with the, with the Usos, you could have them bring it back a little bit more, um, but you still keep them who they are. And again, not go back to like the face paint and all that stuff. You still keep them on their day one ish. Okay. Yeah, there's more t-shirts to be sold there, too. There's so, so yeah. many more t-shirts yeah, yeah. to be that's sold. Be a problem. Uh, here's my two. This may be a shock. Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. I do. you going to say that. that makes I don't me, know why. It's the thing that would make me care about both of them Ooh, right now. Finn, I, Finn can do Evil whatever Finn. he wants. Heel Finn is Evil so Finn. fucking hot. And Great. then you give him that light-up jacket that he had mm. back in Japan. Yeah. Oh, put it but on I my face. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, God, I'm sorry. That's so inappropriate. He's just a very handsome man. He's a really handsome man. It just, heel, heel man just... Heel handsome man sells just as well as face handsome man. Sometimes more. My name is Lindsay. I'm a romance writer. Uh, (laughs) Book it. Book it, Vin. (laughs) If you've got any thoughts on Enzo, Neville, or Double Turns, let us know about them at facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, it's time for three things we love from wrestling. That's up next on Tights and Fights. 
Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful. Wonderful. It's an enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about. Things like overalls. 24-hour Sudafed. The grand prize game. The fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators. The soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy. The beach potion we call Bud Light Line. All these things and more every Wednesday. And we'll also talk about things that you're excited about. You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk. Every week we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. But in honor of Big E, we're going to count to four today. <laughs> Danielle, you want to give us the first two counts? <laughs> I know we counted to five, everybody. I know. Other people counted to five, too. There's four things. What do you want? Okay, so the first thing, super quick. Um, so Max Landis, you know, the guy, he, everyone knows who Max Landis is probably. Huge wrestling fan, divisive filmmaker, son of the other Landis. Um, he did that thing, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, which is great. So he did a huge thread that you should check out. Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, um, which is about particularly Miz and kind of um, Miz's journey. Um, through uh, wrestling. And, you know, it's a quick read. It's a Twitter thread, so you can probably get through it in, like, you know, five minutes, and it'll make you think for at least ten more. Um, so check that out. And then secondly, if you saw my Twitter today, you already know that I'm going to talk about this. Um, I'm putting over, this for the second thing on Raw, Dean and Seth had this <laughs> moment backstage where... Uh, they were having a uh, they were having a partner talk because they are partners in tags, and uh, there's just this moment that I had to listen to over and over where Seth does that thing that every girlfriend slash boyfriend slash partner has ever done, where they're like, "Do it for me, do it for me," and it was like, "No, I got to talk about this." So Julian, can you roll the the thingy? Thank you, compadre. Look, you think it's time maybe start to curb. Those self-destructive habits, just a little bit for me. No, no, no. It's just like, can we just play? Can we just play the for me one more time? Just the for me, if we can. For me. No, no, no. It's even the delivery on the for me is like, it's. I feel like I've done that where you and you like you do the thing where you cock your head to the side a little bit, like for me. Come on, do it for me. Come on, don't you want to just like you get? You know, can we try to get along with like my family? For me, can we try to? You know, along those lines, they have new entrance music. Julian, don't you have that entrance music of theirs? <laughs> I hate you so much. That they're coming out to now? Oh, my God. I hate it's you It's brand new, so which is nice because they needed a refresh <laughs> of the music that they had. The Burn It Down was a good addition, but uh, this is their new song. There it is. Yep. I just want to say I appreciated that moment. Part of me feels like he did that line in that way because they are still trolling and fucking with the shippers. Yeah. They have to be at this point. Just kiss. Uh, just kiss. Kiss. <laughs> kiss. But so it was one again. It was just it was a great moment. First of all, it was just a, it was a great talking moment, like for a backstage segment. It set a lot of stuff up. It was very scripted, but they they're good enough at their jobs where I kind of bought it and it was all great. But it was just like I had to listen to that for me a couple of times because it kind of got me in my heart and where I lived. Nice. Um, so it's just you know, it it it's partners, 
being responsible, knowing that the sometimes when you are in a partnership, you are responsible to the other person that you're in that partnership with and you have to communicate. And hey, sometimes, although I don't necessarily agree with Dean bringing up old shit while he's in the middle of an argument, that's Classic a bad Dean, way to fight. Classic Dean. It's not a good way to fight, bad guys. Way to fight. Um, you got to learn how fights. to fight. But um, it is fair for him to bring up, hey, well, you know what? If you're going to call me out on this, it's I would also like some spontaneity sometimes. So hopefully those two crazy kids will get together and figure out what it is that they need. For me. For you. For me. That was so uh, That was so long. We almost got through the song. I know. <laughs> we almost made it. Lindsay, I do don't think we've ever over? gotten that far through it. We never have. I know. We, we don't, there could be a part where it just turns into... <laughs> we don't know if Doink comes out in the middle of that song yeah. or not. Aww. Lindsay, what do you want to put over? I now wish I'd put over Mickey James because that was the best. And instead, uh, I feel like we've already talked about it so much, but I would like to give a shout out to the boys at 205 Live because mm. they are they're working real hard. You guys are coming out every week. They're still showing up. They're still doing their matches. And I feel like on last night's show or this week's show, they knew there were going to be so many more eyes on it. And they all turned up. And they were like, hey, guys, today's our chance to actually impress people because they're going to watch. We mm. got the end of Raw, even though people had turned off. But we got it. So like, let's really show up. And they did. I love Jack Gallagher's heel turn. Mm-hmm. I think that's been really fun and interesting. I will watch Tazawa all day. I love Tazawa. And I feel really bad for him because I feel like he's the one that got shafted in this Enzo plan, which mm. I agree with everyone is a good plan. He's right. the right lightning rod of hatred and vitriol and for me to hate watch every week. But I felt like, you know, Tazawa won the belt and then they just took it right off. Yeah. They were like, we have another plan. And, you know, and they did. They all got in great character work. Drew trying to be yes. like, yo, like. Keeping yeah. them off of the. Yeah. Um, safe on the ground. Stay yeah. safe and sound. Keep on the ground. And then yeah. being like, okay, fine. Just yeah. this once. I will watch that beat down approximately once a day. If only see Enzo's little face when he's clearly genuinely furious. When they <gasps> drag him into the corner and he's looking directly into the camera. And he's truly in Oh, and when they spin him around, I'm sorry, there's no way that you're not, like, <laughs> How he they're not, you're, you're, you are for real dizzy. You've been, yeah. He's been spun around like Even 18 Kendrick times. Even Kendrick stand up. Kendrick fell over when no. he put him down. Yeah. And then they did it to him again. Um, but I really do feel like they are showing up and working so hard for, like, no reward. They're getting very little acknowledgement. Yeah. It's amazing it's still on. I, I feel that way. Like, I'm surprised it's still happening. People leave during it, and they just keep showing up, and they keep doing their best work. All they need is a new theme song. They really do. <laughs> Just still trying to work out a way that Noam Dar can work his Twitter into his gimmick because it's it's just the best. I kind of miss mm. him. Alicia Fox. Alicia just go Fox. to his Twitter and watch him talking about being friends with raccoons. It'll be fine. Did you see during the, the hurricane? The during hurricane uh, with Irma that was in Florida, and that he he tweeted something saying like, "The worst thing that can happen is uh, he, all of this was in Scottish dialect, obviously, but uh, that an alligator would get blown into his window, and they'd become best friends and play FIFA together, and it wouldn't be so bad." <laughs> and then someone drew a cartoon of that. Oh, okay, I gotta look that up. It's the best. That sounds He's pretty great. Best. Oh, fantastic. Uh, well, I want to put uh, I want to put up music too. As usual in life, I am late to the music party. Super late. Uh, but since we gave a shout out to Drew Gulak in the last in the last put over, who is of course from my native Philadelphia, 
let's put over another great Philadelphian, Megaram, who has an album called Matt Mania, mm. in which he remixes uh, a bunch of wrestlers' themes and does raps about them. I, I gave Julian a choice. I don't know which one he's going to pick, but I hope it's... Uh, I hope it's the Randy Savage one. Classic. Who started off in baseball and even got drafted. Moved in the wrestling and he smashed it. Ole Anderson said he wrestled like a savage. Come on. I mean, jeez. If you can work that into a rap, I will give you my money. There's so much chair dancing happening right now. Where he always made it like With a tear in my eye. Fantastic. And of course, uh, because he's from Philadelphia, he was ours before he was yours. <laughs> the Ric Flair reference, thanks everybody. When he, I call out fu- the reference, he fucked ten thousand people. He fucked ten thousand. <laughs> you think that that's? I absolutely think that that's true. I believe he has a clicker. But yeah, so I oh, guess yeah. like I, I, you know, he, he's he's. On the upside, there could be so many more Charlottes out there that we don't even know about that Vince could just be like shepherding and yeah, let's find him. Yeah. There's a new reality show for the network. You can have that, lad. The Flair Horsewomen. <laughs> you know, they say that, like, there was, like, a survey that went out where they were, like, Are, are you Ric Flair's like, child? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they asked people, do you want, like, WWE's version of Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, I got that, that survey. That essentially, I feel like... The flares would have to be the Lannisters, a bunch of inbred like people who just like keep popping up. Super just blondes. a bunch of blondes, yeah. yeah. Inbred blondes that hate everything. <laughs> I, if that doesn't happen now, if anyone, anyone listening to this press no, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> I'm gonna find you. Because we got two years till Thrones, people, and this is not gonna take two years to make. <laughs> no, you can make this. You can do this lucha style and just film it. Around the ring. On your phone. Flare, like kids, flare, kids, flare, kids. It's like an Ancestry.com crossover. <laughs> Everybody gets swabbed. Every time you come to the... <laughs> Everyone coming into the... You get a, you get a free paternity test. Yeah, there's Every no... time you come to a WWE show. <laughs> they have random DNA testing now instead of drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah, they... They Q-tipped me. <laughs> I guess I'm going to find out if I'm a flare. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Jason Jordan actually is a flare. It was very surprising. Ricky Lake's the new commissioner of Raw. <laughs> well, that does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Hal Lublin. Hey, uh, if you're going to be in New York next weekend, so am I. I've got shows Friday night, Sunday, Sunday night, and two shows on Monday. Go to HalLublin.com for all the dates and ticketing info. Lindsay, what do you want to promote? I, Your I, book? I got a book. Come I on. I wrote a book. It's got words in. It's a whole story. Uh, I hear it's it's hilarious. And the title? It's called I Heart Forever, which and just doesn't feel right right now, but it is. <laughs> you get it anywhere that books are sold? You can buy it anywhere books are sold. Digital, paper, paperback, Digital paperback? paperback, oh. Barnes & Noble, Amazon, all those good places. Fantastic. So find a Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> yeah, please find a store. That would be great. You might find one of Flair's kids first, but <laughs> or the but Flair's kid could be working in the store. <laughs> Just swap all the books. Everything has come together. So you're in New York. You're there for health show. You're in a bookshop, and it's it's a magical time. Yeah. You know when the when the employee does the Flair strut to take you over to the romance <laughs> section to find Lindsay's book. Just test any blonde. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danielle. Um. Uh. I mean, I've got my regular stuff. I've got Valiant Vanquished, which is a role playing show that is canon in the Valiant universe. I've also got. Um, my YouTube show, Fat and Fly as Fuck, where it's just me being really funny and talking to the children um, all about body pause issues and, and stuff like that. Um, I'm not a scientist. I'm just 
a chick that grew up fat. Uh, what else do I have? I have, uh, I have so much stuff. Those so are the bigs. Um, yeah, those are kind of the bigs. So do that. Follow me on Twitter um, at Danielle Radford. Um, I did. I tweeted about this. Um, I did. I, I heard y'all. So once I figure out like how to set up a Patreon and how mics and all of that other shit work, you are going to get your Totes podcast. Um, I just have to figure out how to make that work. Jeez, if only you had a co-host who hosted other podcasts that are independently produced who yeah, could like help you. Two of them right here. My goodness. I don't know what that's... Wouldn't that be crazy? I don't know Who can imagine? I don't know Hope could be right around the corner. Anyway, our producer <laughs> is the most good brother, Julian Burrell. Say hi, everybody. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Senior producer of Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well, and we're putting him over for that. And he has a new album out. Yeah, he does. It's really good. It's really Go good. listen to it. Maybe that's why he's not here, because he's out there supporting that album. He's on tour. And you should be supporting it, too. He's on tour. Go to, go find him at dates. If yes. it's not sold out near you, go find him. Go watch his reality show Please. in the style of the real world on YouTube called Dead Ass. It's so funny. It's so great. It's so funny. We miss you, Mike. We miss We're you, Mike. We're grateful to have Lindsay here. We also well, I miss you can go too. support Mike. We all miss him. What if all four of us were here? That would be great. Oh, someday. It could happen. Keep up with us all week long, though, at Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter. And if you love the show... Remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. And a special thank you to all the listeners out there who are also Maximum Fun members and who are able to make that donation and, and throw a little bit of it our way. It keeps the lights on when we're here in the booth. Uh, and I know that's not something everybody can do, so don't feel bad if you couldn't. But for those who could and did, it is greatly appreciated. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Podcast Tyson Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.